But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Whoa, did I freeze already? Yeah, that was wow, that was quick. I mean, not, it was, no, I'm saying on, on my screen over here. We're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily with Sturch and Gooch. We're coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Chopping it up. Cough, check, choking on my own words there. Chopping it up from the Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. Rob, behind the glass, uh, we had ourselves a fun night last night. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I am representing strong for the first time ever. I was telling Ashley right in pre, I was like, this is the first time that I've ever worn anything red in my life. Not, not one time yeah, that I, I say you in Navy blue and black. That's it. That those I, are my go-tos. I, I saw you in a gray Jersey boys t-shirt once. And that was even that like was, a, like a heathered you had different a, color. And you had a hoodie over it. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't wear bright colors. It's just not my thing. Uh, even when I was a Woodbridge Baron, I would wear the black version of all their shirts and merchandise and all that stuff. But today, I was given a shirt by Coach Calhoun, the winning coach of last night. Um, Scoop is welcoming you to I, the bloods I, immediately. Well, listen, I, I knew that was coming. But, do, you um, know, do you know any any blood signs? Uh, I'm just going to do this. It's probably not a sign, but I'm just going to do it anyway. throwing him up in the back. He's, oh, he knows all the oh, blood okay. signs. Okay, all right. I'm, yep, okay. That's when I get... Found and shot and killed. Um, but anyway, so good morning, everybody. Last night was fun. We'll get into it in a second. But of course, if you are just catching up to this show, because obviously there's only a couple of you watching live at the moment. But if you're just catching up and you want to support the show, do so by heading on over to patreon.com. Whoop, patreon.com forward slash chop sports. That is the way to support us. Um, in fact, we just got the email today that, you know, all of the, uh, all of our patrons are still plugging along, plugging strong. So congratulations to us for keeping you guys. Uh, but thank you guys for all your support. We really appreciate it. Um, got our names out there a little bit more last night. That was a lot of fun. We'll get into it in a second, but if you're watching this video on YouTube, be sure to like it, please. Por favor. Uh, every time I get off this thing and I look at the view count right away. Great. But I need everybody who's watching this right now to just pause us if you have to for a second, hit the like button and go. So I know on mobile it's a little different because you know you can't find it for a second. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what's that say? Scoop. Dave's going to start flashing high beams behind a car for initiation. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So that's funny. Dat chat. If you want to support a social media platform that's on the rise right now, over 450 people are in the Chop Sports Dat Chat group. Uh, you can find that on Google Play and iTunes or iPlay Store. What do you call it? I just the i what Apple Store. Apple Store. There we go. Know. The Apple Store. I was reading comments. Oh yeah. Well, the comments are fast and furious right now. Uh, as uh, you know, you wear red one time, and it's just like it's just a melee. Uh, so last night was a lot of fun. We we did have a good time um taping the entire day um looks uh, chris Payne. something in the graphic is offensive oh yeah wow i'm totally omitting the fact happy cinco de mayo everybody uh como estas donde estas los pantalones Bien. yes all right so then i asked where my pants were and that's really it good you said good <laughs> so that is about the extent Muy of bien. my spanish knowledge i passed spanish for a d plus twice in high school and um you know i got out of it i cheated so much 
in Spanish. I had to go to summer school. I cheated so much. Like, I had the little thing, summer little piece of paper. For Spanish. Sister Th- Esther from Sa- uh, South Amboy, St. Mary's High School. She's the one that taught me Spanish in, like, one month every summer. And now there's, like, programs out there that just learn it in, like, eight days. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I want one of those things where you just, like, speak into it. And you're it's like, like Rosetta it just... Stone, it's called. That's been around. Rosetta been Stone. Around no, 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 no. There's something new. Something new. I've, I've heard commercials. Like, I don't know what it is or what it's called, but there's something new where you can learn a language in, like, a week. Honestly, I, I don't know how. Maybe it's, like, relatable stuff. Like, if you're going to a pizzeria in Italy, you know, here you go. Here's your basic knowledge of what you need to order a slice without acting or sound like a fool. Uh, we are but, not um, being paid by this rogue website that Dave's talking about. Either. No, we're not. No Sorry. I, I just threw it out. Chick-fil-A gives out, like, um, mac- matching cards for kids and, like, their kids' meals, and it's, like, German, Spanish. Each one's different. It's, like, basic words that you can learn. You know, and it's pretty See, cool. Chick-fil-A. My, my health insurance Delicious company, and educational. My health insurance <laughs> company just sent me a, a, uh, a denial in Spanish? And something that I was trying to get taken care of, and they sent it to me in Spanish, Japanese, Russian, every single language except uh, English. And did you know that denial is not just a river in Africa? <laughs> Welcome to the show, yeah. folks. Damn it, I'm Welcome. good. Wow. This is great. Anyway, uh, so last night we had a lot of fun. We taped our entire day. Uh, basically, we're, we're putting together a little bit of a documentary type thing. We want to do that every week, kind of like a, behind, a behind-the-scenes look of what we do here at Chop Sports uh, on the day-to-day. Yesterday was a little extravagant because we had the event last night in which my Woodbridge Barons, the faculty, starts the Woodbridge uh, Police Department, in which you're repping the police department's uh, shirt today. They were gracious enough to give us some uh, gifts. You don't see Rob. The show that I grabbed the right side for the logo. You don't see Rob, but he's also, you talk about a 180. We said at the end of the show yesterday, Rob is literally wearing police garb <laughs> right now. So that's, you know. Anything just, to get me out of tickets. Dude. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the Woodbridge uh, Police Department uh, got very winded very fast. Um, and it's just, you know, Officer Mike Harris is the, the captain over there. He put together a decent squad. But um, there were some ballers on the Woodbridge High School faculty team. Obviously, my old history teacher, Scott Sinkowitz, was draining buckets. Dr. Glenn Lottman was out there absolutely tearing it up. Obviously, uh, Barney's is Chase a, Barney's. Chase a, Barney's from Rutgers Newark, from Rutgers Newark was just, I mean, every three he hit, he looked into the crowd and did the whole like, blah, blah, blah. So we just, had some juice on this game. There was. Uh, Dave and Rob bet money line, and I was watching the warmups, and I laid 29 and a half. I took the faculty. <laughs> they did not cover. They ended up winning by 26, but they had a 31-point lead late, and they just they put the subs in, and I, I ended up not. They, even big the Woodbridge mon- PBA backdoor covered. Even PB, uh, even uh, big money Mike Monaco, uh, Mr. Monaco, the um, the uh, the wrestling coach, hit Making a three. Who was called, a big who, three. They were hitting. A, they were called him Zach Galifianakis. That was hilarious but i had we got a chance to live interview him we uh i'm pretty sure you talked to calhoun at halftime right yeah. so we got some footage on that that'll be on the documentary um it, it was documentary. Pre- a documentary like whatever the, the video we're putting the project we'll call it a project uh, but anyway so a lot of fun uh we had a great time we got on the mic we uh there was a shot for ten thousand dollars which by oh, the way he barely missed it. how does nobody sign up for that yeah that that was the one thing that i didn't understand there was 13 people there in the crowd bullshit no, there was more than that at first it was looking a little glum there was like 14, four minutes Chris. till tip off and we had we were the only six people there it was us the whoever volunteered the principal and the gym teacher that's <laughs> that's all and all the police obviously but um what were we talking about how many people were there how many people were there yeah Dave's, what were we giving away what were we doing oh, oh, the ten thousand dollar shot no one person signed up it's one like, 
shoot ahead. What do you got to do? All, you got to fill out a form. They wouldn't that's let it. us. They wouldn't let us participate because we were in the event. At least that's what. And I was we would have made it. That's one of the things that I've been dreaming of my entire life to be able to take a half court shot for money. And it was just like there was. You don't even have to get picked out of a sweepstakes. It was just, just sign up and you could do it. Calhoun and came out at halftime like with a with a uh, a clipboard. He's like, nobody signed up yet. Um, who up. wants to do this? And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, well, could we do this? Maybe I don't know. What's wrong? It was so legit. You're leaking? So, I'm leaking. <laughs> the, the, it was ten thousand dollar prize. I think it was New York Life. New York Life sponsored it. And yeah. they literally came out with uh, tape. And like measuring tape, it was like legit. They had to measure the hoop. Yeah, they, no, they, 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 it was no legit. bullshit, bro. Like they they were measuring. I they were making sure half court was him, uh, what? If he made it, he was his foot was on the line. And there was no review. I had I, I recorded. I believe. I mean, look, no, I, I, there's I, no that, actual review. That lady was. Watching. Do you want to hear something? You want to hear something crazy though? So I talked to Brian Casey, who's obviously a Woodbridge teacher. He couldn't make it. Um, you know, situation was out of his control. He couldn't go. And I get a um. I text him as soon as the game's over because we were talking about the rosters earlier. And I said, I was like, yeah, Woodbridge dominated. He goes, I know, I saw. And I was like, I thought you couldn't go, you know, because of, you know, believe it or not, COVID's still a thing. Uh, but, like, he was like, oh, I can't go. I was like, so, wait, what are, you, what are you doing? So there's a network, and I talked to you about this maybe briefly, but I talked to my father about this a couple times. In high school sports, there is a network in which there is a, a live camera at every facility that's signed up to this network. And it just live streams every and anything. So we were actually live streamed last night on the NFHS network across whatever platforms. I don't know how you get to it, but just a sign up service. There is a fee to it. That's something I want to get into. And we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to LaCorey and stuff about the, the wrestling team next year. Like, I, I really want to get involved in something like that because I think it's incredible. But anyway, he saw the domination. Uh, Sam Grasso came in before and said that Chase could have won the game by himself had he been out there. So people know who this guy is all of a sudden. 100%. So he's not, he, it's, he said Bro, it's not it was, fair. We were watching the warmups and the police department had the size. They had. Lockery was a big guy. They had 17 guys on their roster, I believe, to like the 10. And I, I looked at that as a potential disadvantage for the faculty. But then I started looking at the warmups, the layup lines. There was a couple guys that were, that looked like they could play basketball 20 years ago for the PBA. And the teachers, I feel like there's a couple guys that were, Playing last Wednesday in a in a with no doubt in my mind is, and is it was quite to play. evident early. They jumped out to an early lead, and at at that point, the police department was fight. There was infighting on the, in the sideline. Yeah. The the faculty Rough. was playing a zone, and all the police department had to do was just make the extra pass and find the guy down low because they had no answer for the height, and they were just settling for outside shots. And here's the funny part, and uh, no disrespect to the police department, but I could uh, guarantee you that. Those guys, judging by the way they played basketball yesterday, have no leg to stand on in terms of bashing the new version of the NBA because every single person sh shot a three. Nobody <laughs> nobody played defense. They That's fouled very hard, true. but it was out of frustration. And the, the refs were sitting on their whistles because, bro. You mean Dave were, Chappelle? <laughs> I was like, I can't believe Chappelle is here refing a basketball game for charity one day after getting rushed on stage at the Netflix. <laughs> looked joke. just like, oh, we're not making a joke. It was basically him. It was Kevin hilarious. Hart was also there, but he was like the Haitian Kevin Hart or something. Jamaican Kevin. We had an officer out there in long pants. Bro, there was a guy wearing sweatpants. <laughs> oh, that was up. Uh, oh shit. What was his name? He went to he oh, damn, I have it in my backpack. I have the whole list of players. He went to the Ranger game the other night oh, with, he did with that. Sean. Yeah, he stayed oh, long. Yeah. 
Damn, I'm drawing a blank. with an S, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but... the main takeaway that I have is that I went one for 16 from the field with nobody covering me. <laughs> Bro, I did finish we with, did some with 13 rebounds, and I did hit one three. It didn't even touch the rim, but none of my Yo, shots. Yo, did I not hit my first three? I have that on video. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You had me hitting my first yeah, three? Yeah, I have that on video. Yes, I do. <gasps> I missed all Dave's bad shots. Dave misspoke. He said, you missed me hitting my only three because that was your only three. Oh, 100% was yeah. my only three, but it was my first bucket. It was my first bucket. I was just yeah. like, ah, oh, we're just bucking around. I refused, and I was like, I refused yo, to stop. yo, let's sign up for a league. After I hit that three, I was like, Bro, I can do this. And this is the funny <laughs> thing, and this is the truth, and I'm not making this up. Um, I had four turnovers, and nobody was covering. <laughs> like, I, was, I would get the pass and dribble to the lane on my lap and try and do something like a like a Euro step or a hop step, and I would lose the ball every single time. So four turnovers, three points, 13 rebounds. Look at this. Chase is a thousand point score at Colonial High School. Yeah, Bro, he was go. giving I believe the crowd. It. Bro, he, I'm telling you, he would hit every three, and I would get on the mic like, three ball, and he would be like, just, ah, ah, just like, dude, they were into it. They were into it. It was great. What a great atmosphere. And I know you made a, a joke before, but a good couple hundred people were in attendance at the end of the night. There was a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of good cause. They raised uh, $1,000 for le- uh, Relay for Life. So, great cause. Chop Sports was in the house. We, I um, agree, Scoop. Let's play knock out a barbecue. I would, I, love, listen, to, and, I would and love to I, knock some of you here's motherfuckers the thing. out. Here's the thing. <laughs> what kind of game is knockout? It's when you, like, shoot from the same spot, or like a horse. So, first of all, it's No, called, it's not like that's, horse. It's not. It's See, not, somebody give that movie reference. <laughs> it's not called knockout. It's called horse. Unless it's a di- completely different game. I don't know. Because nobody's, nobody's playing that long. Knockout. My How was it being of, back at old high school? My mom? version of knockout is you crazy. Um, you get on the trampoline with, a, with another person around your height, size, and weight, and you fight until one of them gets knocked out. No, that's not the same uh, knockout. But I will say this. So, I, <laughs> Kyle Connell, Indian wrestler, that's funny. Um, I will say this about what I want out of this. Um, now calling the game was fun being on the mic, you know, interviewing coaches, getting some content for the network. That's all great. I want to play these, these guys over at the police department. I I want a charity basketball game in which myself, Gooch, possibly the sauce scoop, uh, you know, we'll recruit some ballers. Maybe we'll get, we'll sign, we'll sign, uh, chase to a long-term deal. Try to get him on our squad. He's welcome to the squad. There you go. I I probably get a few old colonial. I think that we should um, we should Dirk do this. Hack, maybe Justin Durkak. These motherfuckers. Payne. Payne wants shit. to play. He just bought new sneakers for, I'm sure, 300 bucks because he knows that, doesn't know how to spend his money. surgery and knee surgery. Speaking of back surgery. Uh, you need mm. that? Uh, oh, I, I you want to do that? That's perfect. Well, we might as well bring it what in What a segue. Here. We had a couple Chris other things I wanted to get to. Well, we can, we can I'll save that. him for the end. That's fine. Right. Before we wrap what up. What yes. want to talk about? No, don't worry about it. It's fine. Jerry Jones. No, Jerry Jones. Whatever. We'll talk about that when we get into football. Anyway, so yes, Ben Simmons apparently will be having surgery. Um. And he's out how long? Forever. Forever. So, no, Ben Simmons <laughs> is reportedly having surgery on his self-esteem and his jump shot. Not sure it's going to work. He's had surgeries before, but not on his mental health. <laughs> Jesus I know. Christ. I'm not trying to make the, the joke of mental health. It is Mental Health Awareness Month in May. It is. So I'm not trying Bastard. to go that route, but I can't pass up the opportunity to make a good joke. And look what the guy's fucking wearing. He's got a basketball in his hands, and he has no plans to take that shot. None. He's just Zero. looking for an open man right now. There was a couple of Ben Simmons last night. There, I feel like the people were hesitate, hesitant to take any certain shots. I'm like, do you not? What do you, what do you want to do? You're going to ruin your legacy? Like, what are you trying to do over here? Take the shot. Um, but, yeah, Ben Simmons is a complete joke, and his surgery will 1,000% take him out of the runnings to play anywhere next year. Ben Simmons <laughs> is, anyway. is officially the only player in the NBA. Well, maybe not. 
because I'm sure there's been a lot of guys that have felt this way about their role on the team, well, uh, but yeah. that were rooting openly rooting against the team on the bench. Like, right. Right. There's no way he wanted to play. Feels that way. It says three, four months recovery time. Yeah, no, the no, surgery no. is three, four day. years. Yeah, I know. But they said the other day that he was ready to go in three or four days. Yeah. Now he needs surgery out of nowhere. How did you hurt? Did you fall off the bench? I think he got a little. Scared. He's like the backup quarterback <laughs> of the Miami Sharks. Somebody get that reference. Um, which one calls? So I got it. I got that reference. See, there you go. See, <laughs> what he fall off the bench? Like <laughs> it was a, it was Cap Rooney's backup before Willie yeah. Beeman got in. Um, anyway, so Ben Simmons, uh, rest in peace. So anyway, let's get into the games last night, shall we? Before we get into some of the uh, other stuff we want to talk about today, the Heat take down and beat the piss out of the 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers look to be on their way out. Uh, Harden, six for 15 from the floor. Another piss poor performance out of him. He scored 20. Uh, Maxi tried to keep him in it. He had 34, uh, but it wasn't close at the end. Um, it's just Jimmy many, Butler with 22. Maxi take? I didn't look. It wasn't. Rob, if you could pull that up in the meantime while we're kind of going. That's over fine. Um, but Harden, I think at this point now, this series will go five. I give Harden one of these games where he no. will, he might actually step up and play. It's not going to be James Harden. They just need Embiid back, and they could steal a game. But even if Embiid comes back, they're reeling right now. If they go into Philly, and they're going to sweep them. They say this series is over. If Embiid doesn't come back by game three, which he's trying to play in game three, but I can't see, man. Like, he just had his orbital bone broken. I know the mask will help. But at the, at the, is he going to put on the Rip Hamilton mask? Is that what we're not, doing? He's not going to. He's not going to play with a broken bone in his face without the mask. So there will be a mask and bead playing if he does in fact come back. I just can't see it. The defense is too good. They controlled the game right out of the gate. And what what is Tyrese Maxey outscoring James Harden for in a in a playoff game? When James Harden should be taking everything. correct. You know, he Harden only, took twenty shots. No, 15. I didn't. Fifteen. Sorry, six for fifteen. Yeah. 12 for 22. So there's 22 shots out of Max. I'm, I'm not, maybe, maybe Harden wants to be a little bit more of a facilitator, but in this situation, not in this situation, that is you not can't be Kobe Bryant. Like you need to be taking over games. You're, you're considered to be by many, some people in this chat, Kyle, a top five shooting guard of all time. Give me a fucking break. Wait, did he say that like tongue in cheek? Or no, he, he said like, he's, he could never put Reggie Miller over James Harden in an all time ranks list. And I would say, I'll take Reggie Miller on my team. 100 I, I hate Reggie Miller, but I, I would 1000 Reggie Miller, but Reggie, Reggie Miller is a, was a, a gamer he was a bucket and he wasn't a great defender but is anybody anymore no they shot eight no. for 30 from three yesterday and, and they're in the six, series what are they, what are they, eight for 30 eight for 30 Good yesterday Lord. in the series they're 14 for 64 now there's partially games. like obviously crazy. a lot of missed shots but that's what miami does to you that perimeter defense is no joke anyway james harden is the fattest sloppiest laziest <laughs> player without the ball in his hands he's like the exact opposite of a rip hamilton the heat shot he's, 14 for 29 from three yes how could you look to james harden almost when you're in the locker room and you're looking around and you're like that's our best chance tonight to win and you're playing a team that has defensive terrorists on them you're not, there's just no chance no chance james harden doesn't have a heart muscle Speaking of terrorists, uh, Scoop said he's uh, watching Colonial softball last night. So that I guess that's what he did instead of watching this NBA game. Um, the other one, look, we're, is, we're talking about uh, the fact that the Phoenix Suns were the number one team in the West all season long. And now it's proving to as to why they're the number one team in the West all season long. 129-109. Um, the Suns are just too much, man. Luka went out there, scored 35. But look, outside of Luka... Two players on the on the on the Mavericks were in double figures, and I'm talking like 11 points. So it was like they just scraped the surface of a double figure. Like that was horrible out of 
this Dallas team. They score 109 points and get starched by 20. That's bad, bro. That is bad defense. The Suns were scoring at will. Obviously, Booker with 30, Paul with 28. Um, or is it is it remit? Listen, I'm rooting for the Dallas Mavericks here. I like Luca, one of my favorite players in the league. Is it safe to say Suns and four? Uh, yes, it is safe to say that. I think there's a less likelihood that this this series is going to go four than the other one. I think the Heat are just way too good for the Sixers as a team. And the difference between the two is that Luca at home, I think he's a great enough player as to where if you compare Luca and Harden, let's just looking at forget the supporting cast, forget everything else. I'm talking about superstar basketball players in the postseason. Luca's going to show up every night. And I think that one of his performances might be good enough to steal one at home against the Suns. I don't think that there's going to be any inspired performance out of a guy like James Harden. And I, that's what the difference is. Both series are over. And, yes, Chris Paul is completely cooking Luka. Paul is is just – he's playing he's playoff Paul. It's what happens when you're <laughs> 58 the 58 points there, combined between him and Booker. Luka like, can't defend these, these uh, smaller guards. They were up two at halftime, the Mavs, but just couldn't get it together. This is two games in a row where the Suns came out 9-0 runs. This game, they kind of the Mavs kind of put it together and got a little something going. But you can't have – Luka can't play the whole game. You know what I mean? Being, being dominant, dominant, dominant. They need help, man. And this is what Kyle's talking about in the comments. And this is with a well-coached team. And then you have an extension of the coaching staff on the court with Chris Paul, who I think he's the most desperate player in the postseason right now. Oh, for a title? By far. 100%. And this is without, without question. This is by far his best chance in his career. You could say that when they were on Houston, uh, him and Harden together, and they had that 3-1 series lead, but he – but he, uh, Chris Paul got hurt last year. He could have won. I mean, this is probably better. I think that this is a better team than last year. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking around the league, uh, the the Suns were probably primed last year, too. I agree with you on that one. But I I even had them losing their first round series to the Lakers last year. Just going into it, that's that's what the Lakers factor Mm -hmm. was for me. I was like, all right, they're going to turn it on in the postseason. And they abused the Lakers. Just Just to refresh my memory. LeBron and AD were okay in the playoffs last year, or AD was hurt. Davis got hurt. Yeah, what else is fucking? All right, I was just (laughs) curious. I forget. He tried to give it a go, which is what you want from your star. But him giving it a go and oh, that's right, he was out in like eight seconds, right? Yeah, he couldn't play. I remember that. that. Okay, but the Suns are too good. Chris Paul is that dude. And what I wanted to talk about was they're trying to switch Luca off CP3 because it's just such a mismatch. You can't stay with him. Mm. Too tall and not physically like fast twitch enough. And Chris Paul is just too good. He calls for the screen and they have to switch back and then Luca's back on him one second later. <laughs> Kyle, Luca's just too young still. He needs to grow up and watch TikTok like an adult. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe you'd have some energy out there in the second half. There it is. But anyway, the sun steamroll, they're up to How 2-0. do you feel about Jason Kidd going out there again in commentary and saying, listen, I'm, I'm two with games it. in a row. I'm with it. That's I'm with it. Listen, that's a call to action. That's a call to the rest of your team. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is our star. Please help support him. And they have not done that in two games. So for Jason Kidd to do it and call him out and say, guys, I just said this in game one. You did it again in game two. And I also, Step the fuck up. This is it. This like, is the playoffs. Like he's close enough to have played in the league with a lot of the guys that are in the league now to have a very good understanding as to what will and won't work in a locker room, especially in the postseason. And look, there has to be some some internal you gotta you gotta look within yourself at certain point and be like, look, I gotta do better. You know, there's no there's no way any of the Mavericks players aren't thinking the same exact thing. It's not like he went and said one guy's name. Right. This guy he didn't call he anybody out. Out. People player, gotta help. That would be one thing. Gotta help. The team's gotta step up. And guys, look, it would be the elephant in the room. It's like 
everyone's got to step up as a team. It's like you could say that, but that's coach speak. Everyone in the world is thinking the exact same thing. Jason mm-hmm. is just saying. Listen, obviously, I'm not an NBA athlete. I'm not an NFL athlete, but I've played sports. And I know for a fact, if a, in my head personally, if a coach is going out there and saying, and it's say for me, I'm Luca in this situation. So like coach Jason kid, Oh, Luca's doing great. He's doing great. He needs help from other people. He needs help from other people. Now Luca's averaging 30 points a game in this, this series. Right? So now it's game three. Luca does the same thing, but still gets nothing from nobody in my head. As I'm Luca, I'm like, nobody I'm wants to play and coach is calling him out. And nobody still wants to play. I'm going to have bad energy going into game four and game three, to be honest, if you're going to keep saying, see, this. I wouldn't have bad energy because I'm, it's a good take. Once, once the, once I'm showing up, and I, you know, same thing. I'm not in the NBA, but even yesterday when I'm listening to the national anthem, I'm like, I really wish I was fucking playing right now. Me you know, too. like once Yo, you're about national to anthem gets you. If going you're showing too, up with bad bro. energy in a playoff game and game three with your backs against the wall, then that's not the star I want on my team anyway. So I don't agree with. I that. I think what Kid is doing is actually doing Luca a favor because now Luca will never get painted in a bad picture for at least maybe lashing out but, at his own but, team. What, did Luca like what's Luca going to say? Has Luca you know? signed his extension yet? Oh, he's going to be a Nick. So if Luca hasn't signed his extension, Come to the there, could garden, be, Luke. there could be that where you're like, you're talking shit about his help and saying nobody else is stepping up. And Luca might be like, even the coach knows that I'm the only person here doing anything. I'm, I'm out. He's going to turn to the Jack that could happen, But I can't imagine Mark Cuban letting that go. Your around. only gun. <laughs> anyway, so the NBA players roll on. They don't roll on tonight. There is no games listed tonight uh, because obviously uh, all eyes on the New York Rangers, game two, got to have it. You cannot drop two in a row here, okay? So I'm not going to get into all this breakdown here of the game. Play the way you played in the first period of the first game, and you'll win the Stanley Cup. That's how good you guys look. You just got to step it up. You got it. It's sustainable. I know that's not sustainable the way they played. Hitting bodies, dropping people, shots on goal, scoring twice. You know, like just, that's not sustainable hockey. But just, just light some motherfuckers up today and take care of business. Get that series back to back even little side note uh lucas signed his five-year rookie contract extension with the mavs on august 9 2021 oh shit <laughs> so his extension's already signed bro yeah. oh, no, no, he's no. there for five more years that's his rookie contract four extension. more years so he got 207 no. million guaranteed no. largest rookie no, contract he's eligible for a super max after after next season it just said Luka Doncic signs a five-year rookie. year. I think they just picked up the option. No, signed a five-year rookie contract in twenty twenty-one. So he's he's there till twenty twenty-six. He probably opt out for like four. All all them contracts are only five or four years. So probably like twenty-four. Well, there was a, there was a lot of talk about Luka in the offseason. Happy single tomorrow, Ryan. He said as soon as possible. Like yeah, like you already know I'm signing that super max. Like he's been t- it's been talked about for over a year. Yeah, it will keep him. It, the new deal will kick in during the 2022-2023 season. We'll keep Luca <laughs> under contract until 2027. All right, so, Fuck. so take away not everything I said about that take earlier. Trade about, him. Um, him maybe wanting out. He might still want out. <laughs> no, he probably does but, want out. You know, it's actually probably well, it's in today's NBA. As soon as you start pitching and wanting, you're out. Yeah. Luca wants out, he'll get out. That's what I'm saying. It's an NBA player-driven league. Those guys, once they start bitching and moaning, it's over. Like and, then, and that's when all the Luka hate fucking will start. 18 mm-hmm. lottery picks or some shit. I don't know. The NBA trades are dumb. When you become a free agent, you run the risk of having every single franchise in the NBA that thinks that they're about to love you for the next five years is going to start to hate you because you spurn that team, and then you spurn that city that you left, and then you go to a new team that you're going to spurn in four years. Mm-hmm. So that's the NBA now, so... Yeah. Luca, be ready to be hated unless you're a Maverick forever. Look at Dirk. Everyone loves Dirk. Dave, anyway, he could save some money. Oh, you know what? It's funny because if anything, he might be worried about his retirement, right? So he thinking. might be, right? Or how he'll pay for his long-term health care because, for God's sakes, the guy plays all these minutes. 
I know a guy that could definitely help you out. And we're talking about Michael Fusco and the Fusco Insurance Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, he is partnering with us. It is stop. It is time to stop worrying. Time to start planning. I know I'm done from all over the place today. It's the coffee. Comprehensive retirement plan gives you security of greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can help work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan, especially for you, Luca. He'll explore using life uh, life insurance and annuities to help you build a secure future so you can worry less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your comp- uh, complimentary. Comp- complimentary. Why can't I say that word? It's like Roads, Roods <laughs> consultation. There's 718-701-5787. Uh, guarantees and protections are subject to claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. So if you're worried about your money, get on over to Fusco. He's the guy. He's our guy. He will help you uh, today. Speaking of helping, you can help your situation as the is today it's going to be 75 and sunny yes so is, people are going to sweat cinco de mayo it is officially swamp ass season has begun today mm-hmm. so you all you day drinkers out there, you better make sure that before you hit up happy hour for cinco de mayo you take out that lawnmower 4.0 and you trim down your all hair and your nut hair because it's disgusting out boys and if we're being honest now you know 2022 it's all about size these days so if you're looking for that extra inch shit size you, matters you trim it all down right <sighs> damn it you trim it all down and you get that extra inch that you're all looking for. It's not really going to uh, translate to the department, but it's all about optics <laughs> these days, boys. So the um, lawnmower 4.0 comes equipped with a 400K LED trimmer and uh, 400K LED light and ceramic blade to reduce the risk of nicks and cuts on your dark underbelly of man. And also now it's coming with the... Um, the crop preserver and the crop exfoliator and the crop gel. And honestly, now we got the crop shaver. And this is not your average razor. It's designed a little smaller and a little thicker. And I know we're just talking about size. But it is it is a girth season as well. So, the oh, we're talking about the razor. The razor's small and thick. It's got the girth. But like I said, you trim down that nut hair and you get the extra inch. Hello. Go over to manscaped.com. You use the promo code Shop Sports for 20% off. Your entire order, free shipping worldwide. So all you guys that are living in central New Jersey, it's free. Uh, (laughs) uh, Chop Sports promo code manscaped.com. Check it out. And, you know, Tommy D doesn't always drop in some good liners, but it says, here it comes, Balshevo de Mayo. (laughs) So that's a good one. Um, Scoop says size doesn't matter. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got uh, a kid on the way. He's got two kids already. So obviously that little thing did its job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, congratulations, Scoop. Oh, my God. Um, and the hashtag, of course, Mark bringing them back, butt crack snack and uh, taint jungle, which is funny because Brian Casey, as I was talking to him yesterday a little bit about this game, and I said, yeah, me and me and Gooch are on the mic. He's like, yeah, have fun. You know, you just no butt crack snack jokes. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's high school. I got to, you know, got to be careful. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, that is your reads for the day. Also, go check out lilacsageboutique.com and, of course, steveaspari.com. Both of these websites are incredible. Steve does your web-based services. I know I'm all over the place. Sorry about that. Um, uh, He does all the web services. I actually have to talk to him because now we don't have Anthony, and I got to learn some things (laughs) on the website at least. And, of course, you got lilacsageboutique.com. Mother's Day is literally Sunday. Uh, It might be too late uh, to get your product before Mother's Day, but gift gift cards, baby. Gift cards are the way of the world, so go get your gift cards, lilacsageboutique.com. 
You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Ryan's coming with a bet. Dave, I got a bet for you. Dallas doesn't win the division, and you shave your beard off for the entire NFL playoffs. And what if they do, though, Ryan? What if they do make the playoffs? Yeah, man. Hold on. You got got to come in here with a little something else. I don't even know you, man. I don't know what your your pride and joy is. You have pride and joy is my beard. He's a Jeff fan. I know that for sure. Oh, is he a Jeff fan? He's a Jeff fan, yeah, 100%. Can we do that? Can we do more wins? No. Can we do that? He makes a good take, though. Do you? Did you read this? You need uh, multiple stars on one team and role players that actually contribute to win a championship. We're talking about the NBA here. Can't do the one star in a team anywhere. It won't work. Do you agree with I, that? Yeah, no, 100%. No, I, I don't. do. Name a, te- name a team right now that could, that, could do, that could do good things with just one guy. Miami. He's the only guy over there, you think? I mean, he's, he's their only. I don't even think they have a star. Jimmy Butler's a star. I'd say that he's not a superstar. He's not an all-NBA guy. He's not Supermax guy. He's not a superstar. There's no way he's not a top 15 player in the NBA. You think that's like team basketball going on? Is that, that's what you're saying? You know what I think it is? I think it's Spolstra, but uh, the biggest star in Miami right now on Eric team is Eric Spolstra. Yeah, of course. We had that, had that debate over is, and over is maybe and over a yeah. bigger star than, than uh, Jimmy Butler. Well, here you go. Uh, Adebayo is a top five center, possibly top three. So there's your star. But yeah. in any event, Miami's but, doing but, work because but, they got a, they're but, playing a lazy no, 76ers. No, no, no. no, no, no. Good, really good player. Maybe underrated. Yeah, Tyler Harrell just won six man of the year. But is he so a six man is a star? No, but it's role player, which is what you know. I'm I'm just saying, like, if you look at the team that the Mavericks had when when Dirk won, you know, it will happen. The Pistons, they didn't really have a superstar. Billups was probably their best player. You know, they just had a Ben Wallace had like 20 rebounds ben a game. Wallace still has four points in his career. <laughs> That's probably true, but he he out rebounded everybody but, else. That's but, no lie. <laughs> but he wasn't he wasn't the face of the NBA. He wasn't even the face of that team. Phillips was. Is Bam a top fifteen? Didn't they have player? Rasheed Wallace at the same, they same did. time? Yeah. yeah, he's a star. No, I would say that the NBA prevents guys like Sheed from becoming a. I said this star. already. Jimmy Butler is most definitely a star. Definitely a top ten player. Ooh, look, I mm, look, I I, will, will I disagree uh, with you? Probably he probably, not. He might fall in that, he, like, 12. You can make the case. Like, once you're starting to talk about these guys that are, like, clearly uh, there you go, legit Kyle. players, I wouldn't say he's been a, a star. Four-time defensive player of the year. I'm with it. Ben Wallace. Star. Star. Yeah. That's not hard. I mean, look, the accolades speak for themselves. Anyway, these guys must hate the heat. No, I don't hate Chris the, is a big uh, I hated the heat guy. more Me? in I'm the a, mid 90s than I, I did right now. I'm a, I'm a Miami Heat fan more so than almost any team in the NBA. I've liked them three different times as my favorite team. Dave's mom coming in here saying she's not good in the heat either. I think she says she doesn't like the heat. I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about how she's not good. In the heat. So um, mom doesn't like the heat. I'm changing that <laughs> comment to that. So I'm not sure what. What me saying that the Heat don't really have a true star, but I still think that they have a really good chance to win the NBA Finals. I'm not sure how that translates into me not liking the Heat. No, I think the question was, I just think the rest. The NBA, uh, and I don't think that Jimmy Butler is a superstar. Is he a star in some people's eyes? Possibly, but he's not. I don't know, think so. Like Luca's. Oh, a star. oh wait, who? 
Luca's a star. Um, Kevin Durant's a star. Jimmy Butler's had multiple cameos on like Entourage. Like he's a star. <laughs> he's a star. I believe in Jimmy. He's just Butler. in the finals. Jimmy like- buckets, baby. Give me the heat to win the whole goddamn thing at this point. I don't care. You're saying that Jimmy Butler's a top ten player in the NBA, Kyle. I I don't agree. And you I'm name a very nine big fast Jimmy Butler fan. Yeah, Embiid, Jokic, Steph Curry, LeBron, um, Luca, Chris Paul. Right now, I don't. Paul know better than Butler. I don't. Know I mean, like if Chris Paul, if Jimmy Butler's a star, then Chris Paul's a superstar. Chris Paul is a superstar. Right? How many All NBAs does Chris Paul have? Plenty. But you were at you were at five before you got the Chris Paul. You have and four I, more. I mean, yeah. Jason, oh, did Jason you say Giannis? Jason Tatum, Giannis. Um, you could even make the case that Bam is better. I'm I'm on seven. All right, eight. By the way, you skip one. Is Devin Booker better? Yes. Is Devin Booker the new? Yes. I would uh, say that. Yeah. So you need one more Kyrie. player. No. You're just, uh, you're just say Durant. I'm now. saying Draymond Green and, and Jimmy Butler are like almost even. No. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I just don't agree with that. Oh man, Chris Paul has eight All NBAs. Let's see what Jimmy Butler has. Zero. Jimmy Butler is, according to Kyle, better than everybody you just named defensively. You're forgetting the fifty percent. You're forgetting fifty percent of the no, game. No, I'm. I'm not. The NBA is. This is the way the NBA is. So Jimmy Butler is better than all of them defensively. You can make that case, but that doesn't. That's why he's not a star. But their team is playing better, and it's like just going against the point of that he made about needing to have multiple stars. I think it, it improves your odds to win, oh, of course. Bailey. He has four. Jimmy, but Jimmy oh, I have, an, I, have a, I have an example. I have a really good example. The Bucks last year, one star. Middleton. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Giannis. Giannis. All right. But, how come, but when I Della brought that Dova? up this year, when I said that the Bucks have nobody They don't have nobody. They don't have shit on no, me. No, no, no. Like I think that Drew Holiday is a really good so player. AJ, AJ I think that they have a good too. team. Brooke Lopez last year in the postseason like lit it up. They just have good role players that do their part. Brooke and they have Lopez. one star that they turn to <laughs> and a guy that hit every mid-range shot that he took. Um, Anybody want a peanut? You lost me on that one, Gooch. I'm confused which one. I haven't shut up. Oh, he, he said Middleton and Holiday are definitely stars. Look what you started, Ryan. Thanks. I think what we <laughs> have what to you do. Did, you I, think jerk. I think what we have to do here is is come up with what our criteria is that dictates what a star is. I think that me and Kyle might not see eye to eye on exactly what qualifies you as a star. I think Kyle's thinking money wise here. They both make thirty million. No, in the NBA. You oh do. no, no, you can't compare the NBA. You cannot do. compare NBA contracts. Uh, fucking what's this guy was making. Evan Fournier, Fournier, is, yeah, Fournier is, is, making is making fifteen million dollars a year. Eighteen, whatever. So you cannot compare. NBA contracts are completely different than any other sport because you get these super maxes and all this other shit, and you're only paying twelve guys. So those those and contracts look, don't look, matter. You just look, there is a there is a bet- in between role player and star. You realize that, right? So it's like you don't have to be Chris Middleton. He could not be a role player, but it doesn't make him a star. Scoop, Evan Fournier. No, this is that's another inside joke. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like there is there is an in between that. It's not you're just either a role player or you're a star. Chris and Drew combine equal one star, according to Ryan. See, I'm okay with that. You put those two together, then you got yourself a star. Fair. So them two are toast. Uh, toast is two. coming and asking, how do you get a supermax? You got to be all NBA. You got to right? be all NBA. Yeah. Yeah. And don't you have to be on that the same team? And how's that work? No, now? you just got to be. You have to make the All NBA team. You get, yeah, but if you but you got can only get a supermax by, by the team you're currently playing. Yeah, 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 right. So that's where that introduces signing trade. Okay. okay, Ryan said Chris is saying it perfectly. Chris and um, Chris Drew are uh, 
aren't are, are, are role, role players. players. See, I brought him back. Stars. You see, I brought him back with logic. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you <laughs> for sticking with me on this. Listen, one, these buddy. guys are getting nuts now. Wait till we start talking about speaking <laughs> of speaking of ranking systems. All right, ESPN, our beloved ESPN. Uh, in particular, one guy I forget his name already. Mike What's, Clay. Mike Clay. Yeah. Clay put out a uh, way too early uh, breaking down his. <laughs> fantasy football rankings and let me tell you something um i don't even know if he even I mean, he might have did it like this and just threw darts because i don't there's a lot of disagreements here and if you wanted to get me, me and Dave disagree on a lot i i this is gonna this is the part of the, the thing where this right here the cup of coffee the two of them that i had prior to the show might show a little bit because a lot of this is utter disrespect and a lot of this is just just blasphemy We'll start with the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks, I'm going to say it right now. Josh Allen, to this point, team surrounding him and everything, is, in fact, the clear-cut number one quarterback in football right now. Fantasy-wise. Is this fantasy? It is, but I would also say that he's probably the best quarterback in the league. Look at Chris's face. What? <laughs> who's better? You know who's going to say. He's better. Definitely. I just said, surrounding the team around him, the guys he's able to throw to, the stats he's about to put up, Josh Allen has now surpassed Patrick Mahomes. And surpassed all of our guys, the Dax, the Rogers, all those guys. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in football right now. Yeah, I'd say in about maybe about like 13 seconds from now, Josh Allen is going to get passed again by Mahomes. Put your you put your mic on. Get it? Yeah. Like sometimes he doesn't. Uh, he yeah. just floats his head. Um, Don't embarrass me. I <laughs> try to embarrass me on national TV. Um, uh, anyway, so just look at the top five there. Where, so I'll read it to everybody if you don't see it. Top Josh five Allen, quarterbacks, fantasy-wise. Josh ahead. Allen, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Ah! Go ahead. Jalen Hurts. Ah! Why is he ranked <laughs> fifth? This is what I'm talking about, you folks. You guys have no respect for the football. Oh, there is sport. no respect for a no, guy I'm, that can't I'm win talking a game. about This is fantasy football. I understand that. And These you guys, know what? This is, this is the – I think that's right. You're high. Not yet. I think it's right. I am Lamar Jackson yet. has – Zero receivers to throw to Hurts? outside of his newest toy. What? Jalen Hurts at five? Jalen Hurts. Oh, it's good. First Look, of all, I had Jalen Hurts last year you, on my fantasy you team. Add, a you add on the team and AJ Brown to that team. Add AJ Brown, right? Add AJ Brown and, and Devontae. rushing yards or something last year. Devontae, whatever. What the fuck is his name? Rush yards. What's the stupid receiver's name from Philly? Smith. Smith. Him. Smith, you got yeah. two really good receivers. And if now, you can't win with that, then you're trash. And you, you need to be moved Jalen out of town. Rager to be in a role where he's probably best suited for Rager it. sucks. Yeah, but he sucks as a number one. But if you put he him was never a, a number one. I understand he never played like a number one, but he was their number one. <laughs> he was like lining up at, at mean, split end. He was wide out, split outside. So Jalen Rager is not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Not that guy. So pal. they drafted him to be that guy, and he's not. Now they got a guy in there that can be that guy, and it shifts him to a lesser role, much like the Knicks having Evan Fournier start. He's their best scorer, but they're paying him like a role player, so he needs to be a role. Now player. I understand. Listen, I understand this is fantasy value, but I kind of want to like break down like overall value too because I, I get no. why. See, I get why you, this list. Is happening the way it is because of the points they can bring. That's why Lamar Jackson is up there because the guy can rush for a thousand. If you start talking about overall value while we're having a fantasy football Mm -hmm. conversation, I'm going to get up and walk (laughs) out because it has no bearing. Chris is going to leave the show and I will take over. Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Jalen Hurts over Dak. I'm taking him over Kyler. I'm taking him over Brady. I'm taking him over Rodgers. I'm taking him over Joe Burrow. Maybe not Burrow. Burrow should be higher. No doubt about it. They got Dak listed over Aaron Rodgers. How do you feel about that? I feel I feel like that's, you know, coin flip. 
Okay. On a week to week. It's only one spot. On a week to week they also basis. have Brady ahead of Rodgers and Dak. Coin flip. And Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow and Wilson and Stafford. So here's the best way I could put it. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, tier one. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, tier two. Right? And then anyone from Kyler's off my list. I hate him. So I'm not drafting him. And but then why? From, He's got so much value. He's anywhere, got receivers. I just don't. Got... I don't like him. So I don't. Oh. What do you think Derek Carr at 14, though? I think that and now with Devontae Adams, Derek Carr is going to be is going to be if you miss out on a quarterback in fantasy football this year, which most people wait on quarterback and you'll get a guy like Derek Carr in like the 17th round. And I think that's a steal. Well, in my drafts, I shouldn't say that 16 rounds. The drafts is over. You're going to get Derek Carr in like round 12. That's fair. Fair. Because he'll put up the points, but that team's going to be a lot better. So I don't know about all the whole. Coming from a hind thing, uh, the Raiders are used to. You know, no, like this the Raiders is Raiders were winning football games. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm talking about even more so now. You know, you're adding Adams. You stacked your defense. Like the Raiders are going to be good in a very, very tough division. So don't get it twisted. That whole division is is money right now. But unfortunately, this list it hurts my feelings because Jalen Hurts. I get why they put him here. He doesn't belong here. Lamar Jackson is basically should be a running back at this point, so he don't belong here at all. If you want my fantasy rankings, if I would have a fantasy ranking right now of who I would draft, it would go Allen, it would go Mahomes, and it would go Herbert. Those three in a row, easy, sold. As my fourth quarterback, I would put Aaron Rodgers there. I'm putting, I would probably put Burrow up there now that I'm looking at it. Because, and Burrow with the weapons, too. So there's my, the weapons, there's my five. There's my five. There is the potential, you know, Super Bowl loss hangover. There nah, could be a step. See, he's, be. he's a stud. I would go. There's my five. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Rodgers. There's my top five fantasy quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I do think the Bengals are going to regress this year. That I'll say. You said right that about at, the Bills right, last right the year. Gate, I'll say the Bengals are a regression team. They're definitely at risk big time for regression. If you're looking at the optics, I'm sure Kyle will agree with that. Um, but Joe Burrow, just because I think they might regress and I think that they're going to be in some high scoring games, high scoring affairs, their defense is like hey, hey, the secondary could be better. <laughs> um, and the weapons that they have on the outside, if we're looking down and looking ahead at the receivers, which we'll do in a minute or two, um, they have two guys in the top 10. And Bailey, not this year, bro. Chase. <laughs> I can't, can't see Joe Burrow not finishing with Bailey coming in, Bailey year. coming in saying Kyler is a top three quarterback in the first five weeks and then top 15 for the rest of the year. He typically drops off this year. Kyler is going to be in a whole heap of trouble. Yeah. No D hop for six weeks. And your best guy is, is, uh, is Hollywood Brown at this point. So yeah. Can we talk about uh, where we don't see? Yeah, but uh, I'm not who, talking who fantasy. wise. AJ, list? you're saying fantasy wise, the bills did regress. Yes. But we were talking about records. He was saying that the bills were going to regress and they were a bad coin flip away from going to the Super Bowl. No, I mean they did regress during the regular season. The Patriots, not the Super Bowl, were, the AFC. The Patriots talking. almost took that division from them. There was like Week 16. There was a uh, the Patriots were like the meaningful one football. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So I remember. the Bills didn't just run with it like like everyone thought they would. They're still a really good football team, though. Uh, we'll get into that guy. Actually, you know That's what? That's what we were just going to talk about. Talking about Kyle, quarterbacks. Going to bring up your boy. So um, I am with this by again. The way. Another guy that gets no respect, but this now it's a little more understanding. Uh, there's actually two comments that I want to talk about with the quarterback position. First, we'll talk about the, the Ryan Tannehill, and then we will get to you on the Justin Fields comment. Because if I'm talking about rushing quarterbacks, he said, how is he not in the top 10? We'll get to that because it sucks. Um, but Tannehill, look, there's a lot of news or a lot of uh, social media. People in the NFL, Kurt Warner made a comment. Darius Butler made a comment. There's just guys that are pouring out their opinion on this on this statement. I think they're kind of white knighting this a little bit. Ryan Tannehill, you know of course. Ryan Tannehill came out and said that it is not his job to mentor Malik Willis and that he's, first of all, it was a long, extensive interview. There was a lot that was said. 
Uh, they took that out of context a little bit, I would say. But him knowing that, that's my only issue that I have with the comments. I agree. It is not your job to go in there and mentor anybody as like a teacher-student relationship. These guys are competing with each other. Um, but just like the natural order of things, you got a guy that's been there for a long time. And you have another guy coming in. You're going to be in the same room together. Now keep for, in mind, Tannehill hasn't time. won anything yet. Tannehill has not won anything, but he's he's won the starting quarterback job several times in in quarterback competition. So he's won that. He's been in this situation before. He's sure. been the young guy having to come into a new system two separate times in his career, maybe even more than that in Miami in the early days. He probably had a new coordinator every week. So understanding the playbook, getting things up to speed, understanding that if something happens to Tannehill and you need Malik Willis to go in there for four games you know, having him as best prepared as possible to to bridge the gap until you're able to come back, that's important. You know, like a backup quarterback is the, one of the most important positions in football. It really, really is. And for that reason, I don't agree with Tannehill's comments um, in the sense of the media, you know what they're going to do with it. Just do the player speak in this one and say, you know, um, I'm going to be there. And if he has any questions, of course, you know, I wouldn't call it a mentorship, but given the dynamics of the situation, like he's going to learn some things and I'm going to probably be the one teaching him some things. I'm not out here trying. My goal is to win a championship, but we're in the same room. We're working together. Of course, common goal. What he could learn from me is great. And no, there will be no headline. No well, headline. But if, but if like Aaron Rodgers said something like this, it would be world breaking so, news. So quite <laughs> so. the contrary to the Ryan Tannehill comments, Aaron Rodgers from the gate when Jordan Love was drafted said nothing of the sort, made no inference to that he was like had a problem with it. Obviously he didn't like the draft pick, but they also didn't but, t- they didn't also ask him but, if they were going to mentor. Oh, he what? They asked him every question under the sun when he finally would speak, but He's like, and he said, "It's like fucking sting." And he and he, and he brought he up comes out of the Raptors. Look, Aaron Rodgers like is it. a is a rare case because he was in a very similar situation to Jordan Love, and him having gone through that exact experience, maybe he has some insight as to why it should be handled a little bit differently because of how he felt yeah. when it was done by Brett Favre. But you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think, handled that whole situation properly, and Ryan Favre Tannehill, didn't. Right? <laughs> Favre sucked at that. You know, he retired four I, times. I'm My favorite all time player. Not a cowboy. When Tannehill got in the league, I'm pretty sure the quarterbacks that were on Jay the Dolphins, Fiedler, no, it, was Matt, it was Matt Moore and uh, David Garrard. So, like, they probably tough, – Tough, stiff competition out there. Do you think they mentored him? They probably thought the same thing he thought. Well, like, he was listen, coming for their jobs. And and no, he Willis, was drafted to be the starter right if, away. No, he was Willis, not. Listen, they drafted him in the first round. He, yeah, but he wasn't drafted to be the starter. They drafted no him way. to be the – He was a wide receiver. Malik Willis is drafted in the third round. That's a little bit than yes. risking a, a first. So, when you – Invest a first round pick on a quarterback. That's why the Packers thing was so big. And mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. Um, when you invest Correct. a first Where round pick drafted. on a quarterback, that's a lot of draft capital for a guy that you might might never see the field. Like they clearly had intentions of starting the first round. Pick. I don't foresee Ryan's coming and saying it's not a similar situation. Rodgers obviously was the clear cut starter when when they drafted Jordan Love, but then like Tannehill, if he plays bad, he might get benched. I don't agree with that. I I don't think this is ever going to be a. I know this is going to sound ridiculous, not this but. Year. Right, not this year. Malik Willis is not gonna. There's not gonna be anybody in Tennessee if to, if the Titans start off like I don't know one and three or something kind of. I don't think they're gonna be chanting Willis from the no. crowd. Tannehill is very, very liked and very, very respected out there. He made that team relevant again, along with obviously and, Derrick Henry. And there's no question about it. Malik Willis is gonna play this year, regardless if he starts or not. They're gonna put in some packages for him because oh, he's well, too much yes. of an athlete. You think that's a thing? They'll put packages. I what? think so. Yeah, dude. I hate that shit. 
hate that shit. Until until it's, until Bring it's your like, quarterback off the field so you can get your other quarterback for a different pack. Shut yeah. up. Leave the guy on college. the field. Yeah. Tannehill needs to stay on the field. Hey, if, no I need, if, I need, if I need a yard and a half and I got a play drawn up, that's going to get me. I'm going to give yards. it to Derrick Henry. <laughs> I'm going to give it to the fucking guy. I'm going to, or you just bring in Willis and you have Henry and do the read option with them too. That's deadly. That's tough I, to stop, bro. I just, they're not doing it. Maybe I'm old They're not doing that, it to be but, cute. They're doing it because when it's done right, it works. Tannehill won like 13 effective. games without Henry. That's too, what I'm saying, you know? man. So, like 13 last year. They didn't win 13. They didn't win 13 Henry. games, but. Maybe overall record, but I don't yeah, think I don't think Henry lost any. I don't Derek think Henry, Henry was didn't out miss thirteen games last year. That's my point. And he yeah, was out for a long time. He didn't miss thirteen games because he had eight hundred rushing yards. So that's impossible. He might have only played. I'm, that might be. No, might he be led the league in rushing think. for until like week thirteen. Right, because he had fucking two hundred yard games. He didn't the only, first three weeks of the year. He didn't play four games because he would have missed if he and Tannehill didn't win all thirteen. There's no way. There's no way. How many games did he miss? Nine. Okay, he missed nine games. So seven games, eight games with him. And the first four. He won 13 times in eight games? <laughs> I'm just reading what what Scoop, what uh, Kyle wrote in here. You get the point. Whatever Chris is wrong, he can't just stop. Chris has to make a joke and say Yeah, he's but wrong. that's really funny, though. That was fucking <laughs> that one was good. They were oh. like, wow, I can't believe you can win that many times in that many games. Uh, no, but seriously. That's what I'm here for. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's a comedic relief. Um, oh, uh, Justin Fields. Oh, what about Justin Fields? Justin Fields is not in the top 10 because he's they not don't a top have a 10 receiver that are Mooney. You know, I know that the Ravens don't have any receivers either, but the they didn't do him any favors the, in the draft. The difference, uh, any. Uh, the Bears. Yeah, well, they didn't have such draft a piss poor they, draft. Their draft this year was Justin Fields. So, oh, God, it was rough, <laughs> That was dude. the first round pick this like, year. Like, you're trying to build up the, the kid and trying to grow him and all that Jazz what are they going to do? They dra- they they can't draft uh, the receiver some money, in the first do round. Something. They can't draft the receiver in the first round when they traded their first round pick last year to get Justin Fields. They no no I understand. How about the second round? Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like how about the first time you get a put chance Did to put they up have your a card? second rounder? I, who cares? Whenever, whenever priority number uno, dose and trace. Say go to Mayo, uh should have been a wide receiver and here's to get the, them some new the, toys. The difference between to. the difference between a Justin Fields and a Jalen Hurts and a um. And a, and a Lamar Jackson, because that's the three we'll compare here, because I'm imagining that's where he's going with the comparison, saying running quarterbacks, how come Justin Fields isn't in that mix? Well, Jalen Hurts has a top 10 finish in fantasy. Lamar Jackson has an NFL MVP playing quarterback. It was in his first year as a true starter, much like Justin Fields is entering right now. So I would say that you could earmark Justin Fields with like one of those potential arrow up thing going into this season, but he's going to have to run the ball a lot. Question, question. Um, Lamar Jackson. Just because I, it's jo- I can't jog my memory here, and I don't even know what I had for lunch yesterday. When he was drafted to the Ravens, did he start right away? No. Who was? Do you remember? I almost said Tony was Banks, it, and that would really aged me. Was it Flacco? It could have been Flacco. It could have been Flacco. I, I don't know, but all I'm saying is, I'm, my question was, in that first year, knowing the skill set that Lamar Jackson possessed. Was he brought in? Did, J- did John Harbaugh bring him in special packages in his rookie year? He did. He did. He did. Okay. Yeah, and it took a little bit of time because I think they were, like, reworking the offense. I don't think that Lamar <laughs> – Scoop's done with quarterback, by the way. He's like, and what are the running it was, back a, back? it was, like, a really rough situation when Lamar got drafted because um, they were trying to – you know, it was really hard to put in a playbook to make it was a Flacco. running back a quarterback. Bailey says Flacco. It was Flacco. Okay. So. Anyway, let's move on to running backs. Um, this is where I – well, I might lose all gaskets here. But – the clear cut, like from last year, makes sense. Nothing's bothering me about this. 
Jonathan Taylor. Clear cut, number one. If if you had to make an assumption right now, Gooch, you have the number one pick right now. Is Taylor the guy? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, he'll be the number one guy. He is your new your new Christian McCaffrey, have you, who for whatever reason is ranked second on this list. How does that make any sense? He is the definition of a half a man, half a season at this point. He cannot stay healthy on the field. I don't care what skills he possesses. You can't possess those fucking skills if you're not on the gate. I promise you this. If Christian McCaffrey was available in the fourth round, I'm passing on him. I'm not taking him. Period. Not taking him. You know who you'd be better off taking? Find whoever the backup is on Carolina and take him. Yeah, how many? How Chubba many? Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Chubba. Chubba was the star last year. And it works. You guys know it's Chuba? Yes. Is it really? It's just, yeah. yeah, it is Chuba. But Chubba Hubbard sounds it's a lot Very better. annoying that it's Chuba. It's definitely Chubba in my book. So he's Chubba Hubbard forever, uh, according to Chop Sport. Uh, do not draft McCaffrey, Zeke, or Saquon. Uh, well, I'll, I'll agree with two in, of those. We are in locks. I'll agree with there. two of them. Uh, it depends on where. Depends on where. I'm not saying I have Zeke, some, I have I'm not saying real, Zeke should be drafted in the first is, round this, is, this year. I did this before with Dave, and um, I'm hoping we'll do it again in a little bit, but I'm going to make him say, say it in public because I know questions are going to get raised, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to present you with options in the draft. Okay, so anyway, the, the list goes as follows. It's Taylor. It's, for whatever reason, McCaffrey. Eckler, yes, I would agree because he's got so much, you know, multiple talents where he can catch, he can run, he can do it all. Derek Henry, for obvious reasons, the guy's a bulldozer still. Najee Harris. Came on very strong mm-hmm. last year, and he's going to continue to be a very good running back in that Pittsburgh system. I would take Najee Harris. I'm considering him at two. And, yeah. and definitely, if he's there at three, he's going. Mm-hmm. Two overall? Two overall. I like that. I like that a lot uh, because they, Zeke falls to me at three. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so Najee Harris, Alvin Kamara, he's going to miss some games, so you got to be careful with that. He's going to probably be suspended for knocking that dude out during uh, the Pro Bowl weekend. One NFL, Alvin Cook. I, I I understand that he was, you know, he's always kind of banged up here and there, but like he always plays. Every time you think that, like, oh, you know, he's dealing with a shoulder, or he's dealing with a hammy, or he's dealing with this, or he's dealing with Dalvin Cook plays. He's a baller. He's an absolute baller. Uh, where's Connor? And then good answer right there. Connor is at eleven. Here's where I go nuts. First of all, the first mistake that this list has is putting Nick Chubb at twentieth. This guy ranked Nick Chubb at twentieth. I would put. Nick Chubb at third. No. Fourth? I put him a little lower than that because of the inability to catch a pass out of the backfield. Yeah, but he's still he's still I'm putting Nick Chubb in, in my top maybe six. Fine. All right. So I put three. But put definitely six. not fucking 20. 20. Unless 20. there's something that's happened that I'm not sure of. I mean, is it the Kareem Hunt? Change in the offense? Kareem Hunt Watson, effect? They got Deshaun Watson. I would feel like that's going to help. I don't yeah, think that's I agree, too. Yeah. Well, is, it the, is it the, the Kareem Hunt effect where it's not enough balls to go around? No, um, it was fine last year. It was fine last year. <laughs> Kareem so how do you drop Kareem this guy like two this? Games. I, don't I don't know. I guess the usage, but you can make the same case about several other players in this list that don't get dropped. So I'm curious to know. There's no, bro, I searched. Like, I'm, like, scrolling. I just want to see an ex- explanation. You can't put out an article like this with all these crazy red flags jumping out at me and not explain your case okay. as to why you got Nick Chubb at 20. How about Leonard Fournette at 8? Christian Mc- that's right. That's not that's not too high, you don't think? I think I might be a little too high. I think it's too high, and people will guys like Leonard Fournette, he's too high on the list, and people will be like, Oh, he's too high, he's too high, and someone will get him in like the third round and, and clean up because of it. I've had Leonard Fournette like three years in a row, and, and and I've been in multiple leagues. He's always been a member of one of my teams. Like Fournette's always Last been year, that guy. He was almost elite, one of those guys that was a league winner because he was like yeah. seventh, eighth. Yeah, all right. So here's my out. here's my biggest gripe here. They put my guy. Ezekiel Elliott at 22, 22.
two. Okay. Now I, I am with the fall of Ezekiel Elliott. I think that happened, right? I think Zeke because of Pollard being in there, and I think Zeke got banged up last year. Remember, Zeke led the uh, the league in rushing after three weeks, so he was crushing it. Gets hurt against Carolina, never the same, right? And I'm not about to sit there and say like, well, he bounced back. He never did bounce back. So to drop him on a list of overall ranking running backs, yes, I agree with that, right? I can't sit here and tell you that Ezekiel Elliott is a top running back in this league anymore because I just don't know, right? The problem is who they put in front of Zeke. They put a guy who hasn't taken a snap yet in the NFL over Ezekiel Elliott in Brees Hall. Get off me. Get off me. Then they put a guy that literally missed half the year last year with injuries and that being Saquon Barkley over in the teens somewhere. Then they put David Montgomery somewhere ahead of him. You're, you're, you're totally disrespecting the name of Ezekiel Elliott here. He has not fallen that far from grace where you got to put Brees Hall, a rookie, over Ezekiel Elliott. That uh, it makes no sense because guess what? You can sit there and you can do your ranking system and you can talk about, yeah, Brees Hall sleeper. Fuck off. <laughs> you can talk about all you want. You can talk about all these running backs, say uh, Saquon, Montgomery, guys that have played in this league. Brees Hall has not taken a snap yet. He was drafted this year by the Jets, and for whatever reason, he might not even start in New York. He won't. How about Michael Carter, ladies and gentlemen? Um, Where's Michael Carter on this list? He's on the list. I feel like Michael Carter is a little low. 32. 32. I, would, I would maybe So you put the guy that hasn't two? taken a snap yet I would over maybe trade the guy who's two, there. But I'm taking – Dave's going to get mad at this one. But uh, I, would take Michael I, Carter, I would take Michael Carter and Brees Hall over Zeke. Well, you're an idiot. Um <laughs> No, this is dumb. If, if you had Zeke on your it's fantasy team very, in the very last dumb two move. years, if you've had Zeke on any one of your fantasy teams in the last two years and you'd actually take him at all, then you're the idiot. I took him third overall in my league last year and I made it to the finals. And did Zeke play for you? Every I mean, week, except for the no, he played, he missed one week. No, like in your lineup? Every week. Did you how did you have Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup and don't worry about who else I had? Zeke was third overall and I made it to the finals. You you did yourself a disservice by taking Zeke overall. Remember, you, remember you all the Cowboys that. I drafted? Yes. Zach was my quarterback. Understood, understood. But Lamb was my receiver. But, but you're basing it off of one small sample size. I'm looking at the last three seasons of what Zeke has done. Give a shit. He, you just he, you just asked me. You just said you know, you, your team would suck with Zeke on. No, I think not. Didn't. Don't don't misquote what I said to make your point sound better. <laughs> we can. I said, I said you're doing yourself a disservice if you or no, you said. I'm an idiot because I would draft both Jets over Zeke. And I said, well, if you had Zeke on your team last year, whether your team did well or not, you weren't looking at Zeke as a fucking plus. There's no way. Zeke was bringing your team down. But there was never a point where I'm like, ah, I'll just put him on the bench. No, there was definitely a point where you were like, wow, if I had Tony Pollard on this team, I'd start oh, 100%. No, 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 100%. If I had other guys at certain weeks, I'd, I'd win more games. So or point I'd being is win better games I would or put, buy I would, more. I would be more inclined to leave Zeke off of – put Zeke on my do not draft list than to put Zeke on my fantasy team. And But the guys that you're naming, you have a great point about Saquon – I think David Montgomery is better than you think. I've had him. A I think he's times. good. I just don't think he's um, like I'm be taking Dobbins over Zeke. I'm taking any of the rookie guys that we haven't seen yet over. That's Zeke. not true, Ryan. Because Money. I'm not Money. believing. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not buying that that Zeke is going to do much out of the backfield catching the ball. You don't get fantasy points for picking up the blitz, and I think that's what Zeke's biggest asset to the Cowboys is right now. And since we're talking fantasy, that's why I'm putting Zeke off my list. Okay. And Christian McCaffrey had two is the biggest. How about three. Josh Jacobs have ranked 19th? But isn't there something Josh going on Jacobs with Josh Jacobs ahead of Zeke. about 
is he not? They're not taking his. There, five that has year. nothing to do with it. If anything, that in hel- that helps his fantasy value because now he's in his walk year. So, well, Kenyon Drake had a huge year for them last year, and they have him ranked at like in like the forties. Um, I wouldn't say he had a huge year for them though. For fantasy wise, yeah, he, he had did. a good he had a good season. But here's the thing: these guys don't stay on the field. So while Drake, if Drake played seventeen games and he was able to do that for the course of the year, then fine then he would be a top 10 back. But because he's going to play for six games, miss three, play two more, miss one. All right. So this is what happened. Mike Clay responded to me. <laughs> nah, really? Nice. I said uh, my tweet this morning was looking at Mike, Mc- uh, Mike Clay's NFL ESPN ranking of running backs headed into fantasy football who allowed, I was like, who allowed you to even publish this? <laughs> I was like, Zeke at 22. My biggest gripe, and look, I'm saying right now, ahead of Zeke, Brees Hall, Jacobs, Montgomery. I was like, are we serious? Like, that, that can't be. He replied, uh, the guy who hasn't been a top 15 in points per game since 2019 had one top eight week last year Thank and you, progressively Michael. losing work to Tony Pollard. I'm not expecting a bounce back, but do you? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you, bro. And 29 people like that immediately. Um, Mike, I, I, feel, I Dave, I feel, you got, I feel like you got owned on Twitter Mike, there. Listen, Mike. <laughs> Okay. Where do you think you want to arm wrestle Mike? All right, I'll beat you there, bro. Mike just stepped in and did my dirty work. Thanks, Mike. Where do you think you have Cordell Patterson ranked in here? Is um, he a running back in this draft? Yeah, he's a running back in this draft. He should be honestly top 30 ahead I guess. of Zeke. 27. Taking him ahead of Zeke. 27. You're not taking Cordell Patterson in front of Zeke. I am. Now you're just looking for content. No, now you just want me to just no. flip ball. I say Zeke at 22 is better than Chubb at 20. I'm talking like this. I'm talking it's the fourth round. I'll I'll agree there. I'll agree there. The the comparison Zeke at 22 to Chubb. Chubb is way oh, better than 100%. Zeke. 100. percent And it's way not even that he's way better. Just the rankings. Like forget it. We're talking about fantasy football. <laughs> Chubb's going to get 100 yards a game <laughs> six times. AJ, I take Princess Peach over Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. Now you're just now now you're just looking to stir me. So okay. like I'm I'm having oh, a real Lord. debate at. At Chase Edmonds and Zeke, I'm having a real debate. At, I'm sorry, Chase Edmonds. I'm having a debate at you. Devin Singletary and Zeke. Oh my god! I'm having Singletary, a debate. Who didn't show up to the league last year until the playoffs? I'm but having a debate. I mean, better, better late he than didn't. ever, Zeke. No. <laughs> um, I'm taking Jacobs over him. I'm taking Dobbins over him twice. Guy's on got Sunday. a uh, sprained MCL um, the I'm entire even year, the, but the, the ruination of my all entire, his fault. The ruination of my entire 2021 fantasy football season was. Um, Antonio Gibson, I'd even take him over Zeke. Yeah, oh, you you also, uh, just to put, put, put some context on all of his predictions, he also had the Redskins winning 12 games Excuse me, the Commodores. Whatever. The Commodores. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, the Commanders. 100%. Cam Akers over Zeke, and Dave hangs on to that one take. Like, I'm going to fucking find his takes and just Go blast ahead. them on. I have no memory of anything, but the, the really good things, they stick. They stick. You receivers? Of, of course, if you say something about a team within my division, I'm going to remember it. That's like me saying, like, I can't wait till Detroit wins 11 games this year because they're just that much improved. Eagles win the division this year? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, break the pen. A, there's a chance there? No. The Giants over the – No. The Giants or Cowboys? I just want to see what Vegas has to say. I, I already looked. Dallas the the win total, Dallas is favored. What is the they win total are. for Dallas? Uh, a ten and a half. Eee pretty good considering last year they were nine and a half so they went up but that division and i'm crazy for saying that the cowboys are better right now than they were when they left the field against san francisco i'm the crazy one you don't think the cowboys going 12 games this they year a, they got yeah. a really bad head coach no, no. they do have a bad head coach mm. um no i i believe <laughs> i believe that if you won 12 games last year you might regress a game this year might 
I, I would put him well, at 11 they're, and 6 they're early. Expecting, they're expecting a big bounce back year out of Zeke. God damn so right they are. If they get anything more <laughs> out of their, their uh, quarter million dollar, no, quarter billion dollar running back. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Better question. What NFL RB1 wouldn't you take before Zeke? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, anybody on the Jaguars? No, I could uh, Travis Etienne and James Robinson over Zeke in the same thing. Me too. He played a goddamn down either. I would take him too. Main reason why. Main reason why. Zeke has played so many downs. Saquon? Would you take Zeke over Saquon? Not right now. What the I'm not going on here. I'm I'm not taking either. I'm taking. No, no, no. I'm giving you an ultimatum. Giving you an ultimatum. Zeke or Saquon? I'm taking Saquon because Uh, there's no other back. No, no, no. no. I'm telling you why. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. Because one, uh, Saquon can catch the ball in the backfield way better than Zeke can, or at least does. Have you seen some of Zeke's catches out of the backfield? I'm talking about Saquon has an 80 catch season. Because he has a shit quarterback who's dumping off to him all the time. I get that. I'm on that. I'm on that. Second, second. There is no Tony Pollard effect on Saquon. There is no second back on the Giants. Like there is not the question. Maybe there should be. No, that's the question. And that's the question is that. And my reasoning is what I'm saying. So the question is, I would take Saquon over Zeke. Here's why. Not because I think Saquon is good. I think he sucks. I just think that the situation lends to more options, more opportunity in, in New York. Or New Jersey. Kyle, you're going to give Dave a heart attack? No, because I, listen, I understand where these guys are coming. And, and I understand that the people think right. Ryan, you're about to get booted. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Madison over Z. No. Stop! Stop it! Stop! Stop the madness. This is ridiculous. Bro, you're Where acting, are we you're here? like I didn't have Zeke on my roster last year and didn't watch him I've fucking had him too, shit to times. bed. Oh every my week. god. Bro, you want you want So this, this is a personal bias. You're pissed no. because he sucked <laughs> last year. No, no, it's like I don't want my team to suck again next year. So, you, so nobody in the history of the NFL has ever sucked one year and did better the next. They, they have. His name is Cordero Patterson. That's why I would take him over Zeke. And the <laughs> thing is, no no running back in the history of the NFL is, has progressively gotten worse over a five-year stretch and then on the year six gets better after after being rich guy for the last five years and having no fucking offseason workout because he comes in fat outside of last year where he kind of did come in in shape, but he got hurt by week four. And he was banged up, needed surgery. I'll give him that. He's tough. He could pick up a blitz. He's the most overpaid um, blitz pickup fullback in the NFL right now. What do you think of Kenneth Walker? May the 5th, 2022. Mark it down where I say everybody with the Zeke slander is going to eat their motherfucking words at the end of this season when he looks to be a top 10 back in the league. Stop. Stop. He's got about 12 guys to come to. I will write a list list of crazy shit that I would do. I'll I'll write a list of crazy things like I'm saying like I'll I'll eat a mayo sandwich which I would throw up every bite. Jesus like things Christ, like that, if my, what? Right? If what? If Zeke finishes in the top ten, and I'll like Dave, you can pick whichever ten you want me to do, and I'll do them all in public. If you finish in the top ten, you heard that? You don't even have to do anything. See, well, I missed the whole thing because my if, mom was if. Zeke finishes top 10 in rushing. Uh-huh. He will eat a mayo No, no, no. Sandwich. Top 10 in fantasy points. Oh, okay. Top 10 in fantasy Running points. Running back. Running back. He's not points. even going to finish. How about this? You know where Zeke is going to finish? I'll even do a better 20 bet. 20 seconds? I'll do a better bet. <laughs> if Zeke finishes above 22, right, we'll come up with something. What are we doing? Because I'm saying he's no way finishing above 22. I will figure no something way. out. Oh, my God. No way. I think you're insane. 22. I think he's going to finish. Where did he finish 22? last year? I don't know. I think he, he, if he finishes 21, you're going to be pissed. 22, bro. 15, Chris. Shit. Rob, I wonder wonder if anybody out there could tell me how many top 20s finishes Zeke (laughs) has had in the last actually Zeke's actually going to the XFL. Well, you know what? He'll succeed there, too. You got a question, Chris, for you. Uh, 
Where did you, what do you think of Kenneth Walker? What the Walker fuck, Chris? This year? He was in his best shape of his life last year. What are you talking about? 30 yards a game. 30 yards a game. 30 yards a game. Best shape of his life. Rob, what was the question? It was what, you thought, what you thought of uh, Kenneth Walker this year. Playing fuck for Seattle. <laughs> Kenneth Walker, running back Michigan State. Got drafted by Seattle. Oh, what he's going to start doing? over Chris Carson because Chris Carson, while he is while he is bionic in the offseason, he does work out like crazy. I think that's actually Fucking catching up to him. Have, You're uh, starting to see the David Boston disease catching in there. They have, I don't mean that in a bad way because I think David Boston. No, that was – I always get those confused. I do too. Vincent Jackson. Yes. They have uh, RJ Penny over there too still. Yeah, so, so he's a career backup. And he's, he signed a, a year deal. He actually just got a new deal. Penny? Penny, yeah. Yeah, but he got paid like a backup, you know? Not, not G, Gooch. Who'd you take, Penny or Zeke? Well, the, the, the fact that you even said anything else. Do the contracts <laughs> do, the, do do the contracts count here? Because I would take Penny at his value, because they're like the same player right now. right now. Only you're not having. We're not having an argument about Rashad Penny. Bailey, uh, what just, do you think about Rashad? Oh, he's a Cowboys fan. He <laughs> he's from Seattle. He's a Cowboys fan. Oh, all, right, all right, we didn't even do just, the receivers yet, just, so we're just moving on to the jump receivers jump off a here. bridge already. Receivers, receivers, receivers. Yeah, this is another one that kind of it was odd to me because of, I guess, again, overall value. Cooper Cup, who I think is now, now the best receiver in football. And I said that last year at the tail end, and I said he could be in the conversation. I think he is now. I think he is. Uh, Justin Jefferson, right on his heels, I think, r- literally, like, biting his heels. I think Jefferson and Jamar Chase are both better physically better players but situational i'm still taking a couple they put guys. debo who by the way uh refollowed the 49ers bold move <laughs> fucking social media um debo over Devonte adams i still think Devonte adams is the second best receiver in football right now i would say Devonte adams is fantasy wise going into a new situation putting him in the top five that's interchangeable i'm okay with that um Debo, I wouldn't put. Is there. it because obviously Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers? Is that yeah, why he dropped his value a little bit? And I also think that there's legitimate uh, targets over there where Devontae's not going to get 180 targets this year like he got last year. You're going to Renfro's going to get his. There's there's a couple better pass catchers to fill out that that roster. Whereas Devontae last year he was getting the ball every play. Mm. Uh, he's not going to get the ball every play in Oakland. Or they Vegas got tra- they got Stephon Diggs right after Devontae Adams. I would say the Debo being. At four, even though he did refollow San Fran, I would say that's too high because of the cloud surrounding. He's not even a. A is he even going to report? Just because he'll he probably him report, back. but and B is he going to be in the same role? Because that was the much to do about what Debo was unhappy about was his role with the 49ers offense, and he wanted to just be a traditional receiver or get paid. Well, that's like what I'm both. saying. He's like to me, Debo is in the same conversation as. Like Lamar being a quarterback is Debo being a receiver. Like Debo is clearly not your run a post route receiver. He is your gadget guy. He's your he's your you know guy. Web back have you out of the backfield. He is that kind of dude. He yeah, I don't I foresee know. him being a receiver. So even putting him in this rankings, like they put Corderell as a running back, this guy should be half a running back too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I disagree with that a little bit. I think Debo is. I think that he you're it's like clouding everybody's. Um, understanding as to how good at a receiver he is. Debo was fucking. No, I'm saying if he gets the ball in space, he's a goner. And he's just a load after the catch. And that's why they started handing him the ball up the middle because of his run after the catch. So he's the best in football with the ball in his hands after the catch, other than maybe Cooper Cup. Fortunately, Chris Payne's about to lose some money. He said he's taking the bet if the Jets wildcard playoff team, uh, a very good offseason, excellent draft. 
I would say right now it's the AFC good, is tough to yeah, get into that's the playoffs. A good, the good West, value bet. the entire West is going to make the it's playoffs. A good, it's a good value bet because those teams might beat up on each other while the AFC East is a little less uh, – not the competition is not as tough as playing out there so you might see some records you almost line up you mentioned the afc east and and tyree kill is still right behind Diggs here two was throwing him the ball now man it's not you know i know there's yeah, gonna be a lot of underneath i would shit. say tyreek you could probably bump him down a few notches right i would say cd's probably in the right spot I'd i think say give or take we'll you could have anything there i would say dj Moore needs to be moved up a little bit but the quarterback situation in carolina is i i think two Bengals being in the top 10 is pretty nuts in the top nine top yeah. nine yeah higgins has fallen at nine here keenan allen i've always been a massive keenan allen guy about michael more? Pittman at 15 uh who's throwing the ball Wentz. Carson no Wentz no, is over he's no. a commander now oh uh, no uh Ryan. Matt Ryan yeah. I actually I think Matt Ryan makes this kid better I think Michael Pittman Carson Wentz low-key was right around maybe 15 to 20 for a better part of the season last year he's not dynamic but he's big and in that right. offense what they need is a possession guy because they're going to be running the football a lot Jalen Waddle coming in rounding out the top 15 I think Jalen Waddle could easily shot up that I list. would think I is this? Am I wrong by saying Jalen Waddle over Tyreek Hill? Because I think ah, that's a thing. You never really know. I guess it all depends. on... I think that's a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think Hill's going to take a little bit of a back seat right now because he is not playing with Patrick Mahomes. I would say you know, like, I would say that Jalen Waddle might even get bumped down a little bit because they're paying Tyreek Hill a lot of money to come there and be the guy. Jalen Waddle is is a nice receiver, but Tyreek Hill has done it and he's he's proven that he's the guy. I I, I don't know Tyreek Hill. He's not going to be. It's not going to be getting balls from Pat Mahomes, so it's hard to say, but right. his talent translates to wherever he's playing. He's still running a 4-3. Scoop asking a question. What rookie wide receiver do you think is going to do the best this year? Uh, Christian Watson. <laughs> Honestly. I'm not according to, according to this no, bro, list. Name me a, a situation that's better for a rookie receiver to step into. Devontae got 180 targets. They don't have a guy to replace him. I'm saying that. Sky Moore? Stat Sky Moore is a good city, one. Yeah. City, yeah, because they're going to be in a ready-made offense. I can't believe they landed Sky Moore, man. That's such um, a steal for them. God the first damn. rookie on this list is uh, Traylon Burks, Tennessee, is at 36. And then you got Garrett Wilson. Where's Jalen Tolbert? <laughs> See? Everybody, he's going to be, listen, with Michael Gallup coming off he's ACL. At 70. All right, top 75. That's what we're talking I about think, here. He's I in front of DJ Rashad Bateman, Rashad Bateman might be a little too low on this list. I'm just looking at some guys that I think oh, I now at right the back here. end of this list that I think will shoot up, and by the end of the season will be, will be well, Christian Kirk's at 44, and he's the highest paid receiver in the league. That's crazy to me. I think Claypool at 45 is a steal because – they got rid of Juju, Claypool, and, and Deontay Johnson. I think is going to be a nice Sammy Watkins at 89. Them over there. How do you feel? Look at this. Ready for this? 21st. I saw that. Amon uh, Ra St. Brown. Yeah, no, he's good. I know he's good, yeah. but he's quarterback. I'm not uh, taking him there. He's ahead of the other, of the Jalen Will. Uh, yeah. From well, Alabama. I'm see a deep speed sleeper right Jameson here. Williams all the way down 50. at 65. This is a guy that will, I will pick late in every single one of my drafts, and, uh, and I'll probably – You think he's got deep it. speed, Parker? No, I'm saying deep speed, meaning like in terms of – this is a Jimmy reference. Oh, deep you know, speed. He's like yeah, way too speed. good to be ranked 65. I think Devontae Parker at 65 in New England, where they don't really have many pass catchers over there, he's going to get the ball a lot. St. Brown got uh, scuba loop to the, uh, to the finals. Uh, George Old Pickens Dallas, coming 66. in at 69. Jalen yeah. Tolbert right behind him, so I like that. I think Rondell Moore at 71 is a little bit low. Question mark here. How do you think, um, stat-wise, how do you think Amari Cooper fares with Deshaun Watson rather than Dak Prescott? Given the fact that Watson might serve some time. We don't know yet. 
Um, I'm gonna better or worse. Him now. I'm gonna say this: Cooper's gonna be worse. In, yeah, in think Cleveland. So? Yeah, their philosophy is to run the ball. Well, it's a totally different I'm philosophy with now with Deshaun Watson. Doesn't burn me. I don't care. But I think it's a Cooper now is coming from <laughs> Alabama, which is. You know, you think of that like that Yankees, Cowboys. Yes, but listen, then he goes to the Raiders, which is another big organization, right? Shut, st- st- the lights are on there. Mm-hmm. Then to the Cowboys. Now we're in Cleveland. Small city Cleveland, Not I guess. that much, not brighter. You got a QB yeah. coming back who hasn't played in a year who, need, who needs to show people he's still a top five quarterback in this yeah, league. That's... And Cooper needs to show everybody he's the top five wide receiver in this league. He's not. He never was, but. Um, he needs to show. Best people. route runner in football for a little while. Up until last year, I think, to be honest. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a, a interesting. interesting situation. <sighs> Show's going long, huh? Hour and 20. Um, anyway. No content for today either. It was fantasy football. I'm telling you, as soon as you start talking football, forget it. It's, it's a wrap. By the way, if you want to win your fantasy league or at least have a better chance, don't draft ask, Zeke, right? ask Dave to be in your league because he's going to take Zeke. Taking all the Cowboys, so you know you don't have to. Went to the championship <laughs> in my league last year. I don't. I don't know. With Zeke, I, I guess, bro. Dak and CD Lamb. I want three check Cowboys in my starters. I believe that he went to the championship. I just four. Want, I want to see the week to week lineup and see how many times he actually did bench. Me too. I want to see probably more than he's admitting. I bet on my kids that I never bench. No, we're, oh jeez, Louise. Swear on my kids. I don't want to check now, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, why would I bench Zeke? There was no shot in hell. It's not the fan in me. I draft him third overall. You don't bench a third overall guy, regardless. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are circle jerking over there to Zeke jokes. Good job. Oh, that go, is funny. Go, I... go, go bet some games, you sons of bitches. Win me some money. Oh, Kyle, I'm 8-0 and oh in the second round. 8-0. I haven't made And you bet. haven't made one bet yet. So the tonight or tomorrow so when I'm, you get back I'm in the NBA, o and o, you lose That's everything. That actually means. Guys, right. make sure you like, share. Yeah, please do all this. Uh, we're going to get into tight ends, but everybody knows. Andrews, Kelsey, Pitts, Waller. Kittle, Dalton Schultz. Um, so there are your fans. And that's not true. I'm not like lying. Dalton He's right Schultz. there. I'm He's I right like there. Dalton He's playing on the franchise tag. Kid's going to ball out this year, baby. Anyway, this has been a show. This has been a long one. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm I feel like Gooch right, right. now. Yeah. It, no, actually, that's a great that's shirt. Bad, that shirt. Well, Let's see oh, right up. High quality right there. Oh, there yeah, I've, seen, see. I've seen way worse. Right. Yeah, it's, been, it's definitely way worse. Oh, the paper toss. Oh, and he knocks the camera. Anyway. This has been a show. We want to thank you guys for watching, sticking with us the entire time. Uh, it's been a long one. When you start, start talking football, they go long. What happened? What is- Zeke jokes. That fucking Ewok-looking motherfucker. Yeah, but still, he's uh, he'll kick your ass. But anyway, with that being said, Starch and Gooch. And, of his, course, I'll rip, I'll rip one of his nose rings out. Oh, God. And, of course, eat sticks of butter on the sidelines. All right. All right. All right. All righty. Enough. Enough with the Zeke slanders. This is bullshit now. Where do you He'll think he's going to play after every the one of your asses. What? He looks like he like New Orleans, right? No, Zeke's going to go. He's not going to stay in the Cowboys. No, They're going to get rid of him he's after gonna retire a Cowboys. No, you Zeke think so? is gonna, Zeke is going to get Des Bryant to, to death. He might sign somewhere, but, like, He's never going to retire. He's going to be like, I'm still good enough to play. It's going to be like 2031. He's going to be like, I didn't retire yet. I'm still waiting for this team to sign me. And Dave's going to be like, bro, Zeke. <laughs> fucking, they signed See, Zeke. I like, I like Pains, though. This could be a tag team. Zeke and Zion. ZZ Fat. <laughs> 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 Book it. Book that. That's a good one. Starch Coach Rob, we'll see you guys tomorrow on a uh, Feel Good Friday because I have to feel a little bit better than I do uh right now rangers playoff hockey ah, rangers playoff hockey. they bought oh man after this show they better fucking win the night holy shit but there was this one company i think called chop sports media
Chop Sports Media. Yeah.